folks. Welcome to another episode of Repeater, the uh, podcast where we talk to people about songs that they freaking love. And if you like songs, you're going to freaking love this. Uh, my name is Evan Barden and with me is Pat Cartelli. Pat, say hello. Thank you for that intro, Evan. I'm <laughs> glad that you're telling me off my off recording to not laugh. Now you're introducing me. It's <laughs> Dude, I'm really trying to like set you up and like um, I want to present you. You it's, know what I mean? Oh, Oh, well, I would have dressed nicer if I knew. You're fine. Uh-huh. T-shirts, t-shirts are in. Cool. Um, cool. Good. T-shirts. I don't think they're ever out, frankly. Pat, how are you doing today? I'm doing great. You know, happy it's starting to get a little warmer in New York. Uh, yes. So, yeah. How about you? Uh, I'm good. I'm good. Um, I got a little Bev here. I got a weird Bev. This actually is a little bit of a throwback to, to some old days between me and Pat. Um, Pat and I used to live together famously. As we um, historically, as we have mentioned historically on the podcast, <laughs> but it probably hasn't come up in a minute. Uh, we spent seven years of our lives together, and I think, I think maybe us not living together anymore, it was like a sad thing, Pat. But probably the biggest sign that we've grown as people in our lives, is yeah, that we no longer live together. Yeah, I think it was a mature step in our relationship. Uh, you yeah. kept the bottle of whatever honey liqueur that was yeah, in our Yeah, so that's freezer. what this is. So this is this is from this is honey li- honey liqueur <laughs> with with apple cider vinegar and uh seltzer water. I don't think it's a real drink. It's good though. I yeah, guess. Yeah, I'm know. sure we can come up with a name for it. Um Yeah. Maybe maybe the silent laughter as a segue to the third person <laughs> who is here. Dude, uh, I don't want to introduce him. Oh. <laughs> No, no. <laughs> let's uh, let's introduce everybody to our guest for the evening. This is Amir Khan. Amir, what's up, dude? Hell yes, it's freaking time to pop our little cheeks off. I'm hyped. <laughs> I got a name for you. It's a honey liqueur. I host a podcast that has the word honey mm-hmm. in it. Mm-hmm. Make it the official drink of my podcast, dude. Ooh, Ooh. so this is the honey baby, sweetie love. <laughs> I guess so. I'm <laughs> plugging myself immediately. <laughs> <laughs> That is the name of Amir's podcast. Uh, it's a beautiful, beautiful podcast about romance. And in the very beginning, right before we recorded, Evan was like, yeah. "You'll plug at the very end." <laughs> My brain is like, "I'll plug immediately." <laughs> we can just lift this as an ad for your show. <laughs> you just put it at the. We'll bump it on my show too. Just bump this shit everywhere, dude. Bump it everywhere. Yeah. I think, um, so we can see immediately, uh, the audience is aware, Amir, you are a bad boy. Um, that much is clear. (laughs) Well, I'm a bad bitch and a lot of people like to say that about me. (laughs) Yeah. Kind of your reputation, I think, lately. (laughs) Yeah. I'm a mean guy. I do mean things to a lot of nice people. Yeah. Yeah. It's true. Thank you. But, um, we're, we're thrilled to have you on the show. Genuinely. Um, I remember the first time I met you, I was like, this dude listens to music. So I figured it was figured it was like a good fit, you know? Yeah, truly when I met you, when I met you, I truly asked you. You're you're like a music guy, right? <laughs> I do kind of recall this conversation. Yeah, we were at that deli that I think. Because I, I think my read, but yeah, I was like, yeah, you're probably a music guy too. Um I don't know what what's that about? <laughs> I don't know. It's the type of it's a type of person and you can actually spot them out just kind of fucked up. <laughs> yeah, it's I think Maybe the fucked up thing about it is it kind of like assumes other people don't listen to music, which is, 
Yeah. It means there's like a there's like a bunch of people out there that you're just like, yeah, I don't know. You, I guess you probably like music, but not really. <laughs> yeah. But there are people that just actively just don't like music or just like yeah. background noise. It's yeah, not like it's I'm gonna seek this out. Yeah, they're like those people who downloaded music off like Napster that's like track three by Metallica. And it's like, that's good enough for me. <laughs> stick with <laughs> <Yeah>. that. <laughs> I love track three, dude. Have you heard it? <laughs> it's like untitled song and they're just like, all right, it's good enough. Whatever. Who gives a fuck? Yeah. <laughs> it's on their running or like lifting playlists or something. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, historically we are, we are open to all kinds of music fans. That's, mm. uh, we try to be a judgment free zone, much like Planet Fitness. But, um, <laughs> But it is, but it is nice to to talk to to a straight up music guy, you know. Yes, yes. We were um, in a Slack together yeah. where we were the only with like six other people, and me and you were the only people who ever dropped music in that Slack. <laughs> that is true. We tried to get a music. Amir and I tried to get a music Slack going once with a bunch of other people, and no one, no one played. <laughs> Unfortunate. But um, yeah, we like to kick off speaking of music. The whole pod's going to be speaking of music, but um, we like to kick off kind of i guess suggesting shouting out something that we've been listening to recently um pat what's been on your your buds your earbuds uh i have been listening to this band called the armed a lot um okay dude okay that's my suggestion for the week okay this is huge this is crazy uh all right i'm gonna try to pick i'm gonna see if i can pick the song that you weren't gonna pick because <laughs> no, no, no. so try this, to pick the same one. Try to pick the same uh, song, dude. Oh yeah, pick it based off what you know. What I brought in this week, pick yeah. based off that. What do I like? And I just got to tell people on the video, Amir had a really big <laughs> physical reaction to the to Pat saying the arm. So this is this is like exciting for podcasts. A lot more movement already than a normal pod. <laughs> this is our fitness episode too. Um, <laughs> yeah. So the Armed have a new album coming out next week called Ultra Pop, uh, and I love the whole vibe of it. They just released a song called An Iteration mm. and excellent. It's really great and I know for people that listen on the show, you know that historically my music recommendations can be all over the place. Give this song like if you can get past the first 30 seconds cuz it starts off real intense. <laughs> it like falls into such a chill, high energy vibe and I don't know how to describe it any better than that. It's like really fast, it's really intense, but it feels almost like dream poppy it feels very shoegazy oh. um highly recommend they're a bunch of menaces they're a bunch of weirdos uh don't know anything about them um but it's great i love it very cool uh amir was that the same song it was i was just gonna say overall like the songs from the ultra pop album are that oh, yeah. they've been releasing are so fucking good and they've been releasing these videos with them too that are just like do you see the iteration video yet yeah dude it is so fucking cool and just like every video they're dropping with it is fucking insane. So fucking like it's like v- violent visuals almost, but without <laughs> yeah. the violence. Uh, it's just so cool. Yeah, the the average death music video is one of the most beautiful and perplexing <laughs> things I've ever seen. Yeah, it's like those like it, it almost looks like an ad for like for like a Squarespace where it's like a solid <laughs> color background with like a strange person person in the foreground. So it's like a solid green background that just like a bodybuilder like eating a hot dog or something. I forget yeah. exactly the specifics are, but it's just like interesting people against solid color backgrounds, really. Damn. Well, this is very cool because I think, I mean, Pat, I could be wrong. I think this is a repeater first to have two of the same shout outs in, in the top of the episode. I'm so happy about this, especially for it to be like <laughs> heavy music. Like, yeah, yeah. very excited that about that. Yeah. 
or a couple yeah, of rockers. Yeah, so I Yeah, there's a couple of rockers. <laughs> I definitely picked something um in a really similar vein. I woke up the other day and was just thinking about TLC. <laughs> and and no joke like started my morning listening to TLC and uh finished my night listening to TLC that day. Um so I want to shout out the 1994 song uh <laughs> D- Digging on You by TLC from the album Crazy Sexy Cool. Um <laughs> That's the song that I'm thinking about. It's pretty cool. Um, it's got like kind of. <laughs> if you don't, if you're not familiar with it, if you're not a big uh, second album TLC fan, um, you know that album had some hits. It had Creep and Waterfalls, which are, are pretty famous. And Digging on You's got a nice little, almost like a soft, uh, soft jazz sax at the beginning. It's pretty, pretty cool. Kind of a sexy song. Um, so I don't Did know. Did you hear that yet? Did I what? You J.O. to that yet? You said it was nice Not and sexy. Yet, no, it is sexy. It is sexy. Right. But it's kind of like about another another person. So it's like it's more like um it's more like bumping material than uh J Owen material. Mm, you know what I mean? Bumping and grinding. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Totally. Exactly. Um so yeah, I'm glad to be in the uh in the club with the the hard music with you guys. <laughs> very cool. Very, very cool. Very cool. And I feel like I'm one of the dudes, you know? <laughs> That's what this show is, right? It's like a dudes club. Is that what you, that's that what you were telling me before that's what we're we started recording? Make it. Yeah. yeah, we're yeah. trying to make it. That's why we always look for music guys um, on the street and we <laughs> f- f- fucking chase them down and ask if they'll do our pod, and they always shout yes at us. <laughs> the guy's an interesting hat. We have to chase him down. <laughs> if you're wearing a band T-shirt in New York, look out. <laughs> doesn't matter we're, what we're band you're we're getting looking at. for. You, yeah, yeah. It doesn't matter. NPR tote. Yeah, you're done. Nobody's safe. (laughs) WFMU? Are you kidding me? Forget about it. We're gonna kick your ass into being on our show. (laughs) I know you have records. Um, But yeah, okay. Well, so those are some great current music recommendations from all three of us that people can go out and people can go out and listen to. Um, But I do think the Armed is a good is a pretty good lead in, right? To uh, to Amir, what did you? What song did you? You bring us today. I brought you Underwater Bimbos from Outer Space by Every Time I Die. Uh, it fucking whips ass. <laughs> yes. Yes. Uh, it's truly one of the best song titles, I think, um, ever. Underwater Bimbos from Outer Space. And I guess if you're not like somebody who's into this this general vibe of music, Every Time I Die probably sounds like a pretty intense band name as well. <laughs> Um, so there's like a lot going for them just in terms of words before you've ever even heard the song. <laughs> you know to be what I fair, mean? the words fit <laughs> kind of, it's like, they sound extreme. It's like, well, the song's extreme. So it's not like yeah. you're, you're getting like a bait and switch here. You're not going to get like <laughs> yeah. Elliot Smith or something off of this. It's not like a twee pop from <laughs> 2007 or anything. Yeah. Um, as you mentioned, this song whips and, um, and it nays. Yeah, and it nays. Mm-hmm. It shreds pretty hard. Um, yeah, why? Uh, what? Why this song? Why'd you pick this? Sure. Of all of every time I die, I've been like a huge fan. They're like the first really heavy band I was into, and they've consistently put out records that I'm just like, this one whips ass. This one whips ass. They haven't put out a record <laughs> that I really haven't liked yet. Um, and I think of all their songs, this one, I think one captures the essence of the band the most. Like, and it's like, uh, I, I think like my favorite pump up song. And mm-hmm. just the band in general. I think I told you earlier, but I've seen this band more than I've seen any other band live. I've seen them like five or six times. Uh, nice. Fun for me, I guess. 
Oh yeah, that rules. <laughs> um, yeah, this song is the opener, right? On yeah. an album. What's do you, what's the name of the album? X Lives. X Lives. X Lives. Um, and it is a hell of an opener. Like I get that. Just the idea that it's your pump up song. It works very well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's uh, the first lyrics are "I want to be dead with my friends." Uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Dude, I was. I, I have to be like, I was into it, but also cracking up that these were the first lyrics. <laughs> and especially, okay, so I've like heard the band before, but has, mm-hmm. I've never been a, never been a fan. Sure. Uh, in terms of like, just absorption, you know, not like I disliked them. Yeah. But I think if you've never heard a band called Every Time I Die, and the first lyric you hear is, <laughs> I want to be dead with my friends, you're going to probably think that they only do like one thing. And that's not true. I just want to clear the air. <laughs> they talk more about than just like being dead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, they don't only have like these weird nihilistic songs. Uh, that's, I think that's a cool thing about them, though. On every album, it's kind of like takes. It's like it kind of. They're a good band with like as far as like they kind of go with tr- current popular trends in heavy music, but they don't like completely sell out their sound, which you see a lot of bands do. Um, mm-hmm. So I think they like are like taking in influences and stuff, but they don't. Uh, yeah, they just don't. St- they don't sell it out where it's like, this doesn't sound like an Every Time I Die record. It still sounds heavy and it's like the riffs are still fucking crazy and like crazy timing and stuff. So yeah, I think it's just yeah. they're cool that way. Yeah, they also seem to kind of like not take themselves too seriously in a very fun, enjoyable way. They're extremely funny and that's so much fun yeah. for like, because especially like with a heavy band where it's like these people take themselves so fucking serious. And it's like you look <laughs> like bands like Emperor and like <laughs> Gorgoroth and like they're just completely you know, like with this, uh, what's it called? Death paint and shit like that. Yeah. Just, it, I these mean, bands- definitely yeah. when I first, when I was first ever, like just saw their marketing or anything would have been, you know, like probably when they first came out and I, I just like lumped them into this category of like other heavy bands that did. Yeah. Like I was like, I don't want to hear you just truly scream feelings. <laughs> and now I've been like listening to a bunch of their music this week and i it's so playful and like so genuinely kind of like fun but you know obviously also like while expressing shit that's real um yeah it's very cool i like it yeah because i think it is it's something interesting with hard or heavy music where you know there is sort of that tough guy crowd vibe that you get from a lot um but you know the first album i listened to from them was hot damn like that's just a great that's a great album title, and I think the it first really... song on there, yeah, it's Romeo a Go-Go. Like, yeah. That's wonderful. Um, <laughs> and just for people out there that have not heard this band, I think Every Time I Die very much alludes to that corpse paint, like, we're a black death metal, or a black metal death metal extreme. Ugh. They're more, like, they fall to me into more of, like, if, like southern rock, but, like, amped up to, like, hardcore. Totally. Um, which I don't know that it, that helps if you've never listened to heavy music before, but it's not. You're gonna be able to understand the lyrics to a degree, so there. That's something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is true. I didn't expect to understand so many words, and I did, and which was cool. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the song itself is like is pretty cool. I was trying to look up like maybe you know what it's about beyond like these kind of like interestingly shocking lyrics, and it it almost seems to be. Uh, it's kind of like about like sticking to your guns artistically as you go through life almost, right? It's pretty, it's actually pretty legit. Like, <laughs> in, it's like very interesting. I mean, like, especially as creative folks, you know? 
totally yeah i was also this week on that search too i was like i like this song i've always wondered what it's about let me go on genius.com <laughs> and just thank see you what, genius see what the people are saying uh yeah and i i, I got that from the lyrics too or it's just like it is like a cool thing because you see it especially like because uh we're comedy guys too on top of music guys you could also spot us on the street as comedy guys certain amount of overlap between comedy guys and music guys <laughs> uh where it is you see like people kind of even giving like you you see really interesting comedians kind of like become less interesting as they get more popular and especially you can even see it with people that we kind of came up with kind of where it's like we came up and you're doing really cool shit and now you're doing this that kind of sucks uh, <laughs> uh so i just think overall i'm like i'm very much like one of those people where it's just like i'd rather do something interesting creatively than try mm -hmm. to appeal mm -hmm. kind of thing yeah and these guys have uh like you said right they 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 adapt as the genre changes but they stay true to themselves which seems to be kind of like that i don't know it's that real that's like what artists strive for right is to like stay current but be like have your own voice and that shit is hard to do um, totally yeah, the I think it's like the second, the second verse, right, is something like when iron sharpens the iron. Yeah, which is like also it's like the most <laughs> badass way to be like, yeah, like collaborate with other artistic people and keep doing it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, and like such a great pump up lyric too. Like out of album openers, it is one of my favorites because it just it it tells you what you need to know about the next <laughs> however many tracks like you're in for a ride and you better hold on yeah especially uh pat it seems like you listen to them yeah a general amount. yeah so like i think this is like their album that's just like the fastest and hardest like like they have like this the song structures aren't necessarily the greatest on this in my opinion of all their albums but i do think this album is like the hardest and the fastest and i think lends more to like the hardcore punk kind of vibe mm -hmm. of like this album i guess because there's like, like you were saying, like the Southern Rock thing, it kind of like, to me, it sounds like the Big Dirty, that album was just like super Southern Rock. And I'm like, oh, yeah, that's yeah. kind of like all those bands were kind of like doing like a Southern Rock thing. And I was like, oh yeah, that is kind of cool, huh? And they did it and it wasn't like corny or like they were ripping off like every other band that was doing like the Southern Rock hardcore shit. Yeah, they're, they're very good at like moving around through different genres and like leaning one way or the other. Uh, but yeah, I hadn't listened to the song not like in forever but it had been a while and i just like the riffs on it are so <laughs> solid and like i feel like if i remember correctly the song feels like it goes through like almost three different phases and in each phase i'm like oh this is my favorite part no i think i like this <laughs> and yeah. then i get to oh, i actually really i like that too uh, it's all great yeah <laughs> i yeah fully fucking agree um for my benefit i don't know if like it's i, I i'm curious to if you guys would talk about a little bit like maybe no, some okay. of the changes they've <laughs> <laughs> some, of the, some of the changes they've made because like i listened this week i would say i listened to like four of their albums right mm -hmm. and to my ears i can't super tell the difference between the albums and i mean like i can tell the difference between the fucking songs and stuff but <laughs> like i know they're not just one long song but i don't really start. like know where like i don't know where those like subgenres kind of begin and end and literally when you say southern rock southern music i'm like so leonard skinner they're talking like they're channeling like i don't know you know i don't know what that is 
Um, and I'm sure some of the people listening don't know either. And so I'm just, yeah, let's like, let's like needle in a little bit on that stuff. Yeah. So like, for example, I think the, like the one that sticks to me is like the big dirty is like the most off genre, even though it still sounds like them, but it's like what I want to say, like their Southern one, there's like, it kind of just, yeah, it kind of does pull from like Leonard's, imagine if Leonard Skinner was made by hardcore guys, you know what I mean? Instead Damn, of like okay, old yeah. racist guys. <laughs> uh, <laughs> allegedly, uh, dude. Allegedly, allegedly, allegedly. allegedly. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, like there's like, they use cowbells and just like. Got it. They have like, their oh. breakdowns lend to like, 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 uh, like if you don't listen to heavy music, a breakdown is kind of like the most yeah. hard part of the song. Um, lend to like, uh. They sound like you're just about to have like a hoedown or something. Well, like yeah. a hard. Now like that a, you say yeah. that, I do remember hearing cowbell on a, like a couple songs and thinking, I was like, "That's cool." I don't normally hear that in this genre of music, but I didn't think it was like, I know, you know, I don't know. I didn't think it was necessarily like a style unto its own. I was just like, "Oh, interesting choice, this band." <laughs> yeah, totally. yeah, it's something you can like hear also in the guitar solos. Like, totally. I feel like, mm-hmm. and yeah, maybe it takes some listening to actually get to that point yeah like, yeah you know heavy metal guitar solos might be in one like crazy kind of yeah. scale that's a little more intricate but kind of like meatily meatily like yeah that kinda, and yeah. like Shit, this that was epic. <laughs> <laughs> in this you'll hear probably more something that's a little more rooted in like a blues uh a blues scale sure. totally that checks out that checks out and then, uh, like this album um, that we're talking about, uh, mm-hmm. Underwater Bimbos, it's like I, I'm gonna. I, I assume you know hardcore punk. <laughs> like, yeah, uh, yeah, totally. I, I know that probably the best out of any hardcore genre. I would okay, say. totally. So this yeah. is like a lot faster. It's like kind of like Chromaggy kind of, um, but it's not like it's it's like it's like the a speed is kind of the main thing with it. Kind of like like early Bad Brain speed and stuff like mm-hmm. that. Um, but it's like still rooted in like their original genre which is like heavy hardcore <laughs> really which right, is like right. speed as opposed to like metalcore or something like that uh yeah yeah what do you think the hallmarks are like where is this genre generally speaking like in 2021 2020 you know like what what's like in right now do you have any idea i don't <laughs> <laughs> listen to well, these bands current me- like this like era of music, I don't know. Like yeah, bands, I'm just curious. music yeah. i have no fucking idea but i feel like kind of like what the armed is doing feels yeah. kind of like modern like it feels like uh, 2021 like heavy hardcore stuff like that where it's like kind of noisy uh mm. and it kind of has like a little bit more melody it feels like uh and they're trying to it seems like they're trying to do more kind of that's cool yeah like kind of like reaching a bit um i don't know do you, i feel like i was just reading something today about how this is from like some small indie record or like label guy he owns a label and he was just talking about how like people these days like have never cared less about genre that like listening to top 40 radio like no one gives a shit if it's like an artist from one genre supposedly collaborating with another genre like everyone's happy on both sides that it's a good song or whatever you know and then like i think that's bled into even like the deepest you know sub like niche kind of um fandoms i feel like people kind of just like they want their bands and their artists to succeed and make cool shit and they don't care as much maybe (laughs) if it's like true to them uh maybe as much as it was when we were like little fucking (laughs) teens you know (laughs) yeah yeah and like with this kind of music and very broad and vague but that's kind of intentional because there are bands out there that are doing um 
like the straight old school hardcore uh maybe some people that are pushing a little further like uh there's a group called like regional justice center who like if you're down with old school hardcore them out uh there's a couple of band there's a band out of tennessee called third face which is more on like the converge spectrum so like there are bands that are doing like uh you can tell who they grew up listening to, basically. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's yep. not a bad thing. Like, if they're doing it, good. Just yeah. Get out there and do it. Totally. And then a band, like, uh, Every Time I Die, that have been doing this for, like, 20-plus years, to be able to continuously put out music that still sounds relevant and new and fresh and heavy is awesome. Uh, and then, like, a band like The Armed, bringing in synths and, like, having synths be the main focus. Um Amir, I don't know if you know Genghis Tron, but they sure, were, yeah. they like when every time I die released their first few albums were the first band I ever heard use like drum machines for hardcore. <laughs> and they just put out what I would consider a shoegaze record. It's like really chill. Um, so there's like, I mean, I don't even know if, if they would consider it shoegaze, but it's like just <laughs> way more chill. And like, I would listen to it in the morning kind of music. And I don't know. I'm just so excited to be talking about heavy music on this show because like, <laughs> I was like I, worried because it's like I am not like only I do not only listen to heavy music, but I'm like I'm gonna come on and talk about a heavy band. My suggestion is a heavy band. I'm gonna come on and speak. Everyone's like, this guy's fucking a hardcore kid or something. I'm like <laughs> kind of. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I I've just wanted to talk about it because like I think there's ins to it, and I think it's worthwhile to explore the genre and like anything. If you don't like one thing, there's probably something that's a little bit closer to what you like and. Because, like, you were talking about, like, breakdowns. Most popular music have some version of a breakdown. It just happens that with hardcore, there's a little bit more yelling and a little bit more, (laughs) like... If you were one of, like, the billions of people that were into uh, dubstep for three years, then you'll be familiar with what a breakdown is. (laughs) Like, and it's popular. Everyone fucking loves it. (laughs) But, Uh, I mean, Pat, like, totally what you're saying, too, because... Part of your, you know, I'm sure, excitement to be talking about heavy music is it's like, it's not really something that I know a lot about. And we talk about music a good amount. And um, and I can say just like seconding what you just said, which is like, there is definitely a way in for like almost everybody because it is. It's just like a huge spectrum and there's a bunch of different really interesting artists. And it's not like the world of music that I go to naturally, but um it like never fails that when somebody i i know will like suggest something it's like there's usually something in there that i like you know you can you can figure it out yeah Yeah. (laughs) i definitely think it's like a style of music that's overlooked and it feels like so corny to be like they don't like my heavy music whatever you know what i mean like they just don't get it but i feel like they people almost don't want to get it because it's like oh that's like that's their shit whatever they'll do that you know what i mean where it's like there is so many different subgenres of heavy music where it's like there's truly something for everybody <laughs> where it's like if you cared to learn about it and find something for yourself you for sure can't like even like 100 gex it's like that's like a kind of sem- semi heavy band that i'm sure all of your listeners would be into where it's just like <laughs> it's, they're goofy they're fun but they're super melodic but they have these really heavy parts that kind of are like like kind of like warp tour hardcore kind of sound coming in every now and then uh, but it's just like it's really there's something for everybody and i feel like not too many people are interested in getting into it yeah yeah so yeah. i mean i know what got me into heavy music and going to see it i'm curious so you said that every time i die you've seen the most yeah 
what is it about them slash seeing them live? Wow, great question, Pat. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> what if I just took that super seriously? Thanks. Uh, uh, no, I yeah. think uh, it's actually how it's like. I just I don't know how, but in my house one day there was just like eight CDs, like with like burned CDs, and they had like the band's names marked. I do not know where they came from. Truly, it was like them. <laughs> <laughs> I think like the Spill Canvas, Atreyu and like unearth like all these like a mix of all these bands and i was just like i was like i don't know i'll listen to it i guess and i still to this day don't know where they came from um but yeah i listened to every time i was like and i think it was like the burial plot bidding wars or something like that so it was like their very very first oh, yeah. ep and i was like this shit's kind of cool um and whatever i just got super into them it's like they're the band that kind of stuck out on that whole co- compilation uh to me and then i saw them live and i was like this is like the like you said, like they're kind of like a band that likes to have fun. You could tell it's like the same way in their shows where they're just like having fun on stage. They're like, uh, kind of like commanding the audience in a fun way where it's like, they have like the whole wall of death thing. If you're into, <laughs> if you know what that means or whatever. And it's just like circle pitting. And it's just like, they care about the audience having fun and they're having fun while doing it, which is like on top of that. I also think, uh, cause we're comedy guys as well. It's like, that's the kind of comedy I like where it's like, you could tell the comedians having fun too. And they're not just like, reading scripted shit that they've said a hundred times where it's like yeah, yeah. uh or they're just trying to do it the right way because it's like oh my coach is in the audience yeah <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> like, i want to see the person having fun sending the music i want to see the band having fun i want to hear the sounds being fun and it's like just incorporating the audience and all that so i think it's a, a fun experience and if you like them you should go check them out when you can see them <laughs> yeah i mean part of being able to see them so many times too must be their longevity you know like and that they're big enough uh because are they are they a new york band are they from buffalo yeah yeah so you know they've been touring nationally i I assume then for years which is which is great because amir where are you where are you from south florida so you you've seen them in south florida i assume i've only seen like uh i haven't seen them i've lived in new york like seven years and i've seen them more than any other band and i saw them in florida (laughs) (laughs) i've never seen them outside of florida that's how much they're touring they're like one of those bands that are just like right. constantly touring and that yeah. rules i mean that, that's one thing too about like this this is totally random but it's like i think about hardcore singers all the time i'm like i don't know how those guys can do it for so long like it is so wild to me that <laughs> they have like it's like the it's on level with any pro athlete it's like how do yeah. your how does your knee not blow out how do your vocal cords not get shredded i don't get it <laughs> but it's super impressive to me yeah that's like me like being like a teenager, I'm like, I wish I could fucking scream. Damn, that shit would be so sick. <laughs> I could never do it. It sounds like shit when I do it. <laughs> like, ah, whatever, I'll learn other instruments. <laughs> oh my god, dude. One of the best genres of YouTube videos you can go down is like really like high school, middle schoolers doing like scream, screaming hardcore or screamo songs when they just like really can't nail it. <laughs> just like because it's, yeah. it's such a visceral part of a song that like you really do have to be able to like crush it or not do it and (laughs) (laughs) it's you know like a lot of like whatever pop songs you can like just sing like an okay version of it and it's bearable but holy shit watching like kids fail at screaming is awesome (laughs) (laughs) i recommend it to everybody it really is truly it's almost borderline sad but it is so funny just like these kids are screaming their hearts out they're having like the time of their life but the the thing that comes with is like also like that thing we were talking about earlier was like the 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 machismo kind of like like thing of like heavy music so these are like 
14 year old skinny little kids in their in their, in their bedrooms like taking themselves serious into the microphone trying to look like dark and it's like this sucks it sounds bad you're in your, you're in your childhood bedroom this whole thing's not good <laughs> like i have no doubt that some of those people will get there you know like yeah. their, their voices will change eventually and they'll like you know they'll just like learn how to do what they're trying to do but it's right before they can it's yeah. awesome <laughs> I mean, it's also funny. You can find videos of people on YouTube teaching you how to scream like that. Those are... Those are something else. Have you tried it? Yeah, you know, I was trying out for a band once and... uh, (laughs) They were like, you're in your bedroom. Yeah, it's like, obviously you pitched yourself as a traditional vocalist, but you realized you had to scream 15 minutes before the audition. Yeah. So you're like... Looking up YouTube videos. <laughs> They're like, what's your resume? Oh, you were in a ska band before this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, sure. That's that's the right fit. <laughs> that rules. <laughs> were you in a ska yeah. band? Holy shit. Oh, yeah. No, I was with, I think, like 12 people and three shows. And that was, uh, I think we, not think, I know that we broke up because the drummer got his drum set stolen. So... <laughs> That's sad. Yeah. That sucks. Yeah. <laughs> classic, classic tale. Tales all the time. Yeah. Um, damn, dude. So you've seen them like five or six times. Are you the type of person at a hardcore show? Because I know you like to have fun. But are you, are you like in the mix? Are you in there? Are you fucking going for it? Or are you just kind of, are you like hanging back trying to, just trying 30 to 30 like year old me, the, the I'm music. just vibing. I'm just chilling. Yeah. Teenage me, I'm in the pit. I'm swinging. I'm hardcore dancing. I'm, I'm picking up pennies off the ground. All that dumb bullshit. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that sounds right. That sounds right. Uh, 30 year old me, I'm not trying to get hurt. <laughs> Can you yeah. please, for the crowd, describe, or audience rather, describe what picking up pennies is? <laughs> sure. It's a, uh, I would say the time to do it <laughs> is right before that breakdown. They're like really building up. Everyone knows when the breakdown's coming, that's when the pick gets really crazy. But before that, you have this build up moment and <laughs> you get real low to the ground and with your hands, like little crabbies, you go down to the <laughs> ground and you're basically, they call it picking up pennies because it looks like you're, truly, you're trying to pick up a penny off the ground and you're moving side to side uh, from left to right. And it is, it's embarrassing. It's like a, a sad thing. <laughs> but hey you're having fun out there and that's all that matters yeah i think i think the majority if not 100 percent of dancing to rock music is embarrassing yes like i don't know if there's a version of it that's like you feel good about if you saw yourself on tape later and i'm gonna go as far as this and say almost all dancing is embarrassing i think even professional dancing is weird looking (laughs) like when you see people like hitting like the cues perfectly it's like this looks so unnatural and weird but then you see people who are just like really good normal dancers and like this is like a little too much for me i'm like i don't know you're committing too hard to this it's weird i don't like it (laughs) (laughs) yeah and that's why it's nice when you're in a a dark room with uh (laughs) 200 other strangers that are flinging themselves at you you have (laughs) no control it's like well (laughs) I didn't have a choice there. Yeah. That's why I look yeah. ridiculous. <laughs> it was a it was a fight or flight and I, <laughs> I, I unfortunately fought. Uh and I was just like swinging my arms around two step and like a little prick. <laughs> Cause I feel like some people are gonna look at a room of um rock music dancers, I'll call mm. them, and just say, Why are they doing this at all? <laughs> like why? Yeah. If if you can't dance, why why dance? You yeah. know, and um 
it sounds like you're even the type of person that's going to look at a room full of a great dancers mm-hmm. and ask yourself, <laughs> why are they, why are they doing this? Sure. They can dance, but is it worth it? Like they, Fully. they look yeah. silly or they look like, I don't know that they, they look like they're trying to impress someone or something, you know, it's, 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 it's like what I'm assuming when you, when you were talking about good dancers is like dancing to like smooth hip hop <laughs> or like, or yeah, getting, I mean, like, I'm talking about like horny on the coordination, like coordination on a beat, things that move smoothly from one thing to yeah. the next. Um, and things that like, there's things happening, I would say in between literally just the, da- <laughs> just the downbeats. Cause I think that's something rock music dancers have figured out. They know when a beat is happening. Sure. Because they all like punch at it or something. Or they'll kick skank. It, you know what I mean? Yeah, they'll skank. They'll do a little kick. They'll do a little punch. But if you're doing something between the beats, Pat's between the beats, right and it's smooth, Pat is skanking away. I think if you're doing something between the beats and it's, it's fluid, you're mm-hmm. probably dancing. Like, you're probably decent at dancing. Yeah, you you're, know? you're, you know, and, and you know what? I'm I'm shitting on it because it's just what I don't like to do. If you like doing it, do your damn thing. I'm I'm there bobbing my head, so I'm having fun my own way. But uh, I mean, a head bob—that's that's, that's the, the traditional dance. There you go. It's like a you that's know, the rock dance number one. <laughs> you're going on the four four. You're going with the two. <laughs> and the, you're going with all four of them. Even one, two, three, four, baby. Just gotta count. Yeah. Make sure they're all there. <laughs> I do like sort of in some hardcore stuff that when it's really fast and the timing's weird and people are trying to keep up. Kind of, <laughs> <laughs> it's like. <laughs> <laughs> like you're trying to do like a, a head bob but to like a that shit's funny and or, like awesome. when the time signature changes every three measures and it's like four yeah. four three four 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 sixteen eight oh god yeah <laughs> start shaking i don't know what to do <laughs> yeah i would say traditional dance music stays pretty consistent <laughs> yeah we're on the floor it's, babe yeah exactly so but um let's yeah. talk about tiesto now yeah, let's <laughs> do tiesto. yeah sure that's <laughs> a name i've heard <laughs> we're so you said you claim at least you allegedly you like other kinds of music um <laughs> yeah <laughs> beyond heavy music but i uh fucking what i'm caught. curious about yeah <laughs> what i'm curious about is did you have a phase where this like was your live and die music or have you felt like it's always been kind of an eclectic thing for you like have you always you know diversified the music listening sure uh i would say definitely as like a teenager this was my shit to the max mm-hmm. i was like you know like a kid going to warp tour and shit like that i just like heavy the heavy bands yeah. and all that but uh yeah as i've gotten older it's just i heard an episode uh the warrior i, heard, I don't know her name or their name i'm sorry uh, but lauren Warriors. lauren yeah. yeah lauren um yeah um and i was like they're talking about how um the episode like that music you stop caring so much when you get older about like who cares what like the genres if it sounds good it sounds good and i've definitely leaned harder into that as i've gotten older of like you know I've, i i would say I like of if i heard a genre i could find a band i like and i'll seek out a band i like for that genre and stuff like that i purposely try to diversify what i listen to. yeah that's dope i mean i think that that's like a journey that yeah many many folks take it's certainly a relatable one you know, I know to me and I'm sure to Pat as well. Um, Pat, I don't want to speak for you. Let's can you chime in and let us know if that's relatable to you? <laughs> no, it's absolutely relatable. I think, again, historically, with what I've brought to this show, it would be on one hand, the armed on the other hand, some random uh, Brazilian uh, <laughs> popular music artists I found 
can't get enough of. Because <laughs> to me, it's like the same kind of energy. It's just like, yeah, why limit yourself? Why pigeonhole yourself when you can get like, I don't know, fun and enjoyment out of most things? Yeah. I would have loved for the three of us to run into each other at a warp tour because <laughs> I was 100% there to see like simple plan and um, Pat was obviously there to see a ska band and Amir were there to see somebody heavy. <laughs> and I that's, think we would have all looked at each other and been like, whoa, that's a music dude, but we would have not, not, not liked each other at all. <laughs> not yet comedy dudes, but it would have been a moment like, there's something here. There's something here. <laughs> I distinctly remember... Forgive me if this is like a horrible touchstone within any kind of heavy, it's more like emo pop punk heavy, but I remember going to Warp Tour one year and seeing like trying to go watch From Autumn to Ashes mm -hmm. and truly bailing on them like immediately. <laughs> like, I was just like, this sucks ass. Uh, not so, and I had heard the, the thing is like I had heard the band. So I was like, oh, I'm curious. I don't I don't dislike them as like I didn't like like their albums I thought were OK or whatever, but I just like hated the show. And yeah. left within like two songs, probably. Um, totally. But then I probably went and some watched some other like truly, truly horrible pop punk, and was like, <laughs> "Yeah, this is good though." <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Alistair. Um, uh, Shoutouts to Alistair if you're listening. Then you, you guys are fine. <laughs> <laughs> Alistair, if you're listening, get on the show. Will you get on the show? Uh, oh, Can we get a hashtag I going I to get Alistair on the show? <laughs> I think we could. Hands up if we. Hands up if. If you know the band Alistair, listeners, if you're familiar with Alistair, um, <laughs> let's tweet at them. I don't think they, I think they probably broke up before Twitter, um, but let's get them on the show. Yeah. Let's start who the knows? Now. Reunion shows, right? Starts here. Well, their Wikipedia says they're still together. It says Alistair oh, is yeah. an American pop punk band, okay. not was. Whoa. We're going to get them. We're going to get them. <laughs> um, I recently like looked up one of their counterparts, uh, label mates from the same era, era called Homegrown. And it's like truly kind of sweet. I don't know. Like you talk about like people aging out or whatever. And this is a pop punk band, right? So they started in their teens and their 20s. And they made like the sugariest like pop punk of the of the era. And now it's like the dude who has the band handle is just like one of the he's like the lead guitarist singer. And it's like he just records stuff in his house. He has his kid. He posts like videos of his like baby listening to his songs and stuff. And I'm like, this rules like it's it's honestly just like nice to see someone like from a bygone era and you think i'm like oh that band didn't work out or whatever and then you're like whoa they're cool and happy and seem to like enjoy their life uh what a great way to end that story you know <laughs> but without social like you know uh, instagram account or something yeah and you know like pre pre instagram or pre twitter it's like i would have just assumed that they all fucking died or something and, like, <laughs> oh you haven't those guys i guess they work like in a, well a they're they're myspace yeah. they're my space is workers, gone yeah so. uh, yeah that's how you know a band is dead Yo, Amir, thank you so much for joining us, for sharing for this song me. with us. Uh, this absolutely was a blast. You got anything to plug? Yes, I do. I plugged it up top. I'm going to plug it again, baby. <laughs> <laughs> I got a podcast called Honey Baby Sweetie Love that I host with uh, Colby Smith. It's uh, fake uh, dating advice and shit like that. It's We have people come on and they play fictional versions of themselves. And the whole thing's fake. It's really fun and very stupid. If you like comedy and improv and characters and all that shit basically that <laughs> uh, beyond yeah. that you can follow me on twitter at amir khan stuff hell yeah awesome yeah i just listened to a couple episodes of the pod and hilarious man um thank you 
if anyone is out there, especially like <clears throat> recovering improvisers, if <laughs> you are looking for something truly like playful and stupid and funny and genuinely like improvised, it's it's great. Um, it really like had me missing, you know, like the live the live improv thing. So I yeah, think that's a great. that's like <laughs> yeah, that's a, the biggest endorsement I can give of it. Um, it was great. Rules. Thank you for saying that. <laughs> of course, of course. I'm gonna fucking cry. <laughs> <laughs> and um, you can keep up with us at Repeater Show on Twitter and Instagram. Um, we're dropping new new apps every couple of weeks. Um, and I guess last but not least, we want to start. You know, this is a pod, and we're it's like any pod is a platform. That's what Oprah says. And <laughs> we. <laughs> We wanna um we wanna try to do a little bit of good with the pod. So um we're asking each of our guests to to shout out a cause that uh we're gonna throw a few bucks at and we want to encourage anyone listening to do the same. Uh so we asked Amir to to come up with a great a great cause to support. And Amir, what cause uh did you pick this this week, this episode? Right, I said you could just donate to my Venmo, but <laughs> yeah, I, I said that. absolutely not, dude. Like you're not you are not worthy. <laughs> No, I said uh, the Florida Im- the Florida Immigrant Coalition. It is FloridaImmigrant.org. They help like uh, immigrants in Florida with hell yeah their awesome. lives and stuff like that. So I think it's a good little thank you thing. Yeah, that's awesome. So please, uh, yeah, please support that organization if you are listening. And again, that's FloridaImmigrant.org. Amir, it's been a freaking blast. Thank you so much for being here. Thanks for having um, me. Yeah, Pat, you got anything to say to people before we get the heck out of here? Wow. I, yeah, just thanks. That was fun. Thank you, Amir, for bringing Every Time I Die so I could wax poetic about a silly, silly band. I'm glad. And I'm glad no one yelled at you for laughing into the microphone. <laughs> oh, that's all getting cut. <laughs> I'm going to yell at you every time you do it in any episode. Every time you do, it's a bad cover band. <laughs> or maybe a good um, one maybe a good one you never know uh on that note folks uh on that note goodbye until next time hit repeat repeater is hosted by evan ford barden and patrick cartelli visit us online at repeater.show for live dates hot music tips and show archives Theme music by the Sun Lions. Everything else by Love Nest Productions. Welcome to Repeater. Dude, hell yes. It's freaking time to pop our little cheeks off. I'm hyped.